Six Pack Double Feature presents Pick Six, where the guys give you a top five list and then add one more. Fight scenes, chases, desert island movies, it's all there. And of course, beer. Tell us your picks, guys. We got it sorted. For some... <laughs> hey, are we recording? We are. Oh, this is Pick Six. It's Pick Six by a six pack double feature. That is harder to say at this point in the day than you think. You're Nathan. <laughs> You're Travis. I almost said I'm Travis. I know. You're Travis. You set me up for that uh, that's one. That's what's so fun about it. All right. Hey, guess what? We're doing shootouts, and apparently I won the coin toss. You did win the coin toss. What's your number six? My number six is going to be the Battle of Bloody Porch in the Wild Bunch. Never seen that one. Sam Peckinpah. Oh, there's Sam Peckinpah. Yeah. Uh, it's it's iconic. It's probably, it's groundbreaking in the fact that it was probably one of the first films to actually show exit wounds. You saw a guy huh. get shot in the front and there was this out in the back. And I don't even think you saw that when uh, when you saw like Bonnie and Clyde. And so, I mean, while it may seem kind of tame for today's standards, it, it's, it was so incredibly violent in 1969 uh, that an early screening in Kansas City, Missouri caused viewers to exit the theater in a nearby alley to vomit that they actually had to go to an alley to throw up. Ah. I love how that that was one of the trivia bits it said to an alley to vomit. Uh, all right, this guy enough. didn't even eat all of his corn. <laughs> <laughs> this guy doesn't even chew his food. Oh for God's okay, sake. That's, that's enough. We're gonna cut that one out. Through the magic of time travel. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that was my number six. We are now at my number six uh, (laughs) shootout. (laughs) Um, Billy Taggart and Axel uh, versus Maitland and gang in Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, the climactic shootout. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a good one. I never thought about that. Actually, uh, Billy, I hope you didn't pick um, this one, Uh, but uh, uh, Billy actually references Butch and Sundance. Reminds, reminds me of outside, being outside the little hut. Oh, wow. Okay. Bolivian Army's outside, which oddly enough, Butch and Sundance comes up later in my list here. <laughs> I did not, so that is um, not on my list. But it's great. It's it's three people against this insurmountable evil force, you know. And there's com- there's a comedy and right. comedic element. Yeah. And, you know, Taggart with the Billy, we got to talk. And plus, isn't there uh, uh, Eddie Murphy doing, like, stunt roles and oh he's all sorts of acrobatic and is just all sorts of all sorts of good at at the the way they train those cops in detroit it's amazing world class top world class billy taggart and axel versus maitland gang that's my number six shootout all right nine number five goes to uh hard-boiled the uh hospital scene um i don't know if you've ever seen okay um it's john woo before okay uh, it's John Woo before he comes to the States. It's, um, oh man, I can't think of his name now. Chow Yun Fat. Thank you very much because I was drawn a blank. Uh, it's basically a three minute tracking shot through the hospital where Woo makes bullets and broken glass look like well choreographed, like a well choreographed ballet. It's, it's, not, a, just, it's not one shot. Uh, there's at least a minute and a half to two minutes where it's one shot. It doesn't look like there's a cut. It's so perfectly timed. You can find it on YouTube. And in fact, most of these, I'll probably try to link a list to like in the notes of each of the episodes. Cool. So everybody can find it. So if we put like top shootouts and then I'll try to link what I can find 
So if anybody actually cares and they're listening to it and go, hey, I want to find that, you can probably click on the link in the notes for, John Woo for, for this episode. Yeah, he's amazing, but he kind of... He fell off. He fell off. After the 90s, maybe early 2000s, yeah. he, we stopped... Uh, Caring, it's, yeah. It's, well, we needed, we just needed more to. Uh, he actually. ran out. He ran out of doves. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, what's your number five? My number you five line. is Butch and Sundance versus the Bolivian Army. <laughs> I. <laughs> it's the it's the iconic, the classic yeah, uh, metaphor the f- for being up against it, and you're mm-hmm. not going to win, but you still have to give it all you got. Yeah, I think I love how it ends because it ends on the freeze frame. Yeah. But you know, it kind of ends with. Them flying higher than they really will fly. They've done everything they can to avoid Lafleur and uh, the entire Bolivian army, Jump, including jumping off of a cliff. Yeah, <laughs> I hate you, Sundance. <laughs> you thought you thought you were going to drown the fall, probably kill you. <laughs> Who are these guys? <laughs> I mean, I love that movie. It's been a while since oh, I said so that. It's that so one, good. It's so good. It's a classic. It's a nice turn in the western genre from the 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 good guy always wins, you know, 50s early 60s crap to the late 60s. That's the worst where, John Wayne I've ever heard, but How do you know right. that was John Wayne? Maybe uh, that's just my American western, western guy. Ac- oh. Accent. Well, that was amazing. Then, it was, it however, was. a shitty John Wayne impression. Um okay, so that was your number 5. My number 5. My number 4 is the final battle in open range. Uh, I have that as my number one. Oh, <laughs> I stole your number one. That's okay. See, finally, I finally took your number one. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I mean, come on, man. This shootout is amazing because it's so damn realistic. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I've I mean, never been in a shootout. Oh, I, I can. Yeah. I mean, there's no yeah. music. There's no like. And there's no. And there's a mode. lot of missing things. Yes. There's a lot of bullets hitting like, wood. That's what did it for me. Was the the bullet or the ball rather would hit the hit the the, the paneling of right. the, the shacks and you would see it splinter out and then yeah yeah I when he walks up and he says you're the fellow that killed my friend I sure enjoyed it boom and it's just like if you're gonna do it do it right take out the one who's going to cause the most damage first yep. in a fight that's you're going to be outnumbered. So, I mean, I just love that strategy because he knew it's, it's going to come. And when it comes, it's going to come fast when they're sitting there, just cutting up for a little bit of time, eating the European Switzerland, the Swiss chocolate or whatever behind <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. the wagon. And he's like, Oh man, mine's melting. I didn't eat it in time. You know? Well, and it's not quick cut either. No, because it's a Kevin Costner movie. But yeah, it wouldn't have been quick cut anyway. But it's 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 it's, it's, it's shot with honesty and without uh, romanticizing the violence. Yeah, and it show, it shows how the character because like, Costner and um, I don't remember his character's name or Robert Duvall's character. Those guys. They're not. They're not gunfighters. No, they're just cowpunchers. Yeah, it's the fact that Costner's characters had a past in the Civil War. You know, yeah. he's had, he knows violence, he's experienced violence, he's done violence. And so he knows what's coming. That's a good one. That's a good pick. That's why I picked it for number one. <laughs> yeah. Now that I killed your number one. That's okay. No, I don't mind. I now, don't mind. Um, my number four is Nick and Danny versus the Sanford Council and Hot Fuzz. <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's been a little while since I've watched that. an amazing little love note from, um, um, Edgar Wright and and all that, that and all that them, whole set yeah. of people to the American, you know, shoot them up, 
<laughs> the last place on earth you think that's going to happen is a quiet little village in the country of England. Yeah. And it's just the and the priest with the double shotguns and all the yeah. It's it's total John Woo style uh, yeah. shootout and you know and paying homage to all of the eighties and early nineties. Yeah, and to break to break our no f bomb to break our no f bomb rule uh, is when the camera comes panning around and he, Danny goes, "Yeah, motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> it's Nick, great. It's Nick Frost, right? Uh, Nick, yeah, Nick Frost plays oh, Danny. God, yeah, so funny and. Um, uh, Simon Pegg plays Nick right. Angel. But that's my number four. What's your number three? Number three is this clip right here. I'm just looking for work. There's no work here. There's something to drink? Is there something in the guitar case? Yeah. What? A guitar? Are you sure you don't want to hear me play before you say there is no work? Hey, we just want to see what's in the case. It's like you say it is. You can drink all you want. But I told you already. I'm a musician, and this is my guitar. Don't touch it! Get him away from there. Right. Come on, hurry up! How are you doing? What is it? It's a guitar. stories of a guitar case full of guns. <laughs> I know. I said to make sure. It's him! Well, 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 yes, it's me. It's me. Huh? I'm not against you guys, so keep it down. Just keep it down, hey? I'm just looking for a man who calls my turtle. Not yet. The bartender never gets killed. <laughs> that would be uh, the first... Well, it's not really the first bar shootout because there's the romanticizing story of Steve Buscemi's telling the story about... And, and that's the beginning kind of of the movie sure, where he's talking sure, about sure. it. The bartender never gets killed. He's like, no, the bartender got it worse than anybody else. <laughs> but that buildup uh, in Desperado... Of Antonio Banderas coming in for that two minutes, and then that whole bar, not Explosion. really a bar brawl for the yeah, most part. Yeah, yeah. That would be my number three. I mean, it's just it. The brilliance in the scene is that buildup, that that paranoia. Well, everybody, the music, music kind of slowly yeah. just ramps up. I think that's Tito and Tarantula, um, which are kind of. I think they're part of that band that's in Roadhouse. Roadhouse yeah, they are. But I don't know if it's, it's all sound, of them. You can tell it's them. Yeah, it, it like very them. much sounds like them. They have their own sound. Yeah. Uh, just popping open that guitar case. And so after Bashimi's character sets the stage, that, that buildup of the lore, and when he finally shows up, 
there's just like that, no, 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 I'm just a mariachi. I mean, you haven't heard me <laughs> sing yet. And it's just, I think what was really fun is knowing that a lot of those shots, when it was somebody got really bloody with a shot, he used what was called um, the guacamole gun. <laughs> and it shot, I mean, before anybody did, before rather than using squibs, uh-huh. it was an easier, faster way to do it. And before they started doing digital squibs, it was a gun that blasted out the gross factor of someone getting sure. shot and they used it and they he called it the guacamole gun that's awesome yeah so that's my Again, that's number three great practical effect yeah great practical effects man i don't know anything about the practical effects in my number three but uh it's il duce versus murphy and connor in boondock saints oh it's been a while since i've the watched that fire fights what point of, what part of the movie is it because it's been just like the, is it Second act. It's, it's, bef- it's, it's before Willem Dafoe was starting to full on lose his shit. But he hasn't joined them yet. No, he hasn't that's that's them the yet. end, right? It's, it's that great scene okay. where he's uh, he's reenacting the gunfight in the street in real time, and you're seeing the flashback. Oh, okay. And he's just it's this the this, oh he's describing the, the, it by going through it. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. And you're seeing him in slow mo, and you're seeing this him is in how slow-mo. it happened. Yeah. Oh, he, like a forensic guy. Got yeah, it. Okay. Yeah, I forgot losing, about that. That's awesome. He, all his composure is he's he's just a shell of who he was. Right. He started the the the, the case. Mm-hmm. You know? It's still hard for me to believe that that's Billy Connolly <laughs> as Il Duce. With his little trench coat and all of his guns and his little cigar and his little his little Greek fisherman's hat and his little his little uh, granny glasses. Yeah, that's my number three. Number two is the Union Station stairway shootout in The Untouchables with oh, Kevin Costner. I almost went with that one. That's one of my favorite De Palma scenes, regardless of whether it was a shootout or not. There's just such a fantastic buildup of tension in that scene, waiting to find Al Capone's accountant and mm-hmm. all that's left is Costner and his uh, buddy Andy Garcia the uh, rookie cop that they pull out and bring into um, working for the Treasury Department and it's so masterful and elegant that that suspense followed by the climactic shootout with the baby uh, carriage going down the <laughs> stairs and oh it's he was a natural with building that slow-mo suspense with out drawing it out too much is drawn out just enough to where you're like oh, and then it finally happens it's just the cherry on top of anything that i think he's done of what is otherwise a, kind of a crappy movie i like it but it's not it's not accurate but there, thanks for I... crapping on my <laughs> on my favorite de palma picture i appreciate that uh what's your number two my number two is travis bickle versus sport oh on the staircase is this, at is the this end, the end? oh my god i suck thought... on this <laughs> <laughs> I I thought about that one for a little while, and I'm it's, like, oh, oh my, it's, dude, it's like a rape scene. It really, like, <laughs> Scorsese is like a snuff film director, without actually hurting anyone. Like they're not that I want to watch a rape scene, but right, it's it's two pieces of shit crossing each other out of existence in in this world. Because Sport is a, just a horrible pimp, and Travis right. Bickle is a. Whatever Travis Bickle is, a uh, lunatic, a guy who's wow, if, you want, if you want to be nice, about do you think it, he sure. was a? No, was he a war vet? Wasn't he? Uh, I don't remember if he's a war vet or not. No, he just got the surplus jacket. Now that I think about it, it's just over. He's a narcissist. He's a sociopathic narcissist with this overinflated sense of vigilanteism. You know, 
he thinks he's doing the right thing, and in sort of a way, he is. He's right. he's kind of helping Jodie Foster's character. But it's a great scene. But man, it is it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortably like, violent. You feel like you're well, actually watching a murder. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> it's it's unsettling. And it's almost do you? It's good and it's amazing. And when he gets like. <laughs> oh, he loses a couple of fingers yeah. and the part of the hand gets blown oh yeah it's and that, messed that, and up that, that bit at that sort of anticlimactic bit at the end when he just puts like his he, like he wants to kill himself but he didn't have anything left to take himself out and it's just dripping from yeah. his hands yeah. oh that's yeah that's messed up i'll bet the nero was inconsolable for weeks after that uh if he wasn't there's probably something wrong with him Anyway, um, you stole my number one, so you get to cap it off with your oh, number one. Uh, it's the bank heist in Heat. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, yes, It yes. is, like, deafeningly loud when they come out of that bank thinking that they have finally, they they hit their final score and no one realizes. Right. There's no one here. And then they spot one of the cops and it's just, and it's just so damn loud. It's just it's it, it was inspired from what I know it was inspired by numerous bank robberies since its release as well as is from what I've heard it's actually inspired bank robberies. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> That's great. It, it kind of broke the mold in that realm and I think sure um either uh FBI or um police in some way use that film or that specific scene as like a what to do. like what to do instructional manual on how to handle what to do when you're Michael do. Mann and that's what like do they call oh him? that's can what you, it says can you do a director's cut of this so it's realistic it and, said right here you know, the United States Marines Corps uh, use it to show recruits an example of the proper way to retreat while under fire God oh my God yeah. That's heavy, man. Oh, there it is. That's our pick six for shootouts. Yeah. We will be back next time with uh with our final uh pick six for this season. Yeah. Before we get into uh real full episodes of you hearing us talk about movies. You think we stuff. rambled on about these things. Wait till you hear how long we ramble on about uh other things. The rest of these movies. We'll see you next time, kids. Bye. <laughs>